0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another Operation Arsenal review. Today, we are going to be talking about the 3-0 win against Newcastle that just finished. Thank you to everyone who was watching the stream. It was a lot of fun. The first half was atrocious. Let's all be honest, it was not a good first half of football. But then, in the second half, I, I don't know what happened. We were a different team. Completely different team. I don't know what Arteta's managed to do there. Did he put something in the oranges? Did he spike their drinks? I <laughs> I can't explain it. It was a completely different performance in the second half and a really really nice change. You know, we played some great football in the second 45 minutes. Uh, it was almost as good as it's been for a long time, I feel like. It was it was really impressive the the link-up play. Oh, brilliant. So, we've got a lot to talk about. First, let's let's talk about the first half because I can't quite put my finger on what was wrong but it felt like the players woke up in the second half. It was very sluggish in the first half. They, they were still sleeping, it seems like. These late kickoffs... I've heard a lot of interviews with players where they say they don't really like late kickoffs because they spend the whole day just kind of faffing around at the hotel. They can't really do a training session because injuries and fatigue and whatever. They just end up sitting around playing PlayStation and having stretching sessions and and food and that's it. They kind of just sit around all day. So I think sometimes it takes a bit of time to get going in these late kickoffs. And I think in general, players seem to prefer the midday, early afternoon kickoffs because they're raring to go. They've woken up at, say, eight o'clock in the morning. They've done a stretch session. They eat and they go to the stadium and they're ready to go. I think that does honestly have an effect on a lot of performances that we see in professional footballer footballer in football games and in general I think it just sometimes takes a bit a bit of time for players to wake up and that's what it felt like today the second half started and it was like watching a a whole new team it really was I think we were massively helped today by the fact we were playing a very average side let's all be fair Newcastle are not exactly in a good spot right now um yeah Steve Bruce I think I think that might be it I've got a feeling that that might be it now for him. Personally, if if Steve Bruce was manager of Arsenal, I would be, oh, oh the pain. I, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. He is one of those managers that just won't budge. He doesn't change his tactics. He's still playing with tactics that maybe worked in the early 2000s, the late 90s. It's just classic 4-4-2, isn't it? It's just not working in this modern era of football he's not a premier league manager and the fact that he's still there is a travesty so newcastle fans i feel for you because you've got an incredible squad there um just to name a few players that started you know you've got callum wilson you've got um hmm, actually hang on (laughs) Uh, (laughs) there's some good players i mean Jolington we know has struggled since he joined but when he joined when he was at hoffenheim he was incredible. John Joe Shelby on his day can be a superb midfielder. The Longstaff brothers, big fan of theirs. Almiron is an exciting player. Solid defense with the shells in there. It's not a terrible squad. And I feel like any other manager from the championship upwards could just join Newcastle and get them winning a lot. A lot quicker than Steve Bruce will. It's uh, it's not great. But let's talk about the second half because that's what this game really was about. Honestly, at halftime, I tweeted, when does the game start? Like, it was so boring and so dry. <laughs> it was such a crap game to watch. In the second half, we we just... We blew them away. The link-up play between Aubameyang, Xhaka, Smithrow, Lacazette, Saka drifting around. Cedric, oh my god. Is this what it's like having a a really solid right back performance. It feels like a long time ago when we actually had either Bellerin or Maitland-Niles in some cases perform at a very high level. It was it was it was perfect. Cedric was unbelievable. That second half, unbelievable from him. Really really impressed with him and I think he'll start the next game now. Um, Leno didn't have too much to do today, and Holding, David Luiz, and Kieran Tierney—they were all absolutely fine. Tierney was welcomed back for sure. My God, we missed him in the last game, but it—it it was all about the front five, really, or front six, I should say. Thomas Partey started today. You could tell he's a bit tired, maybe a bit fatigued. Um, has not been match fit for a while. He's had this niggling injury. Finally, he's starting a game for us, and he gets an assist. Has a very tidy game. Um, I would say he was one of our better players in the first half. But no one got more than maybe a 6 out of 10, if I'm honest. Granite Xhaka continued his fine form. And I'm talking fine form. He is doing bits at the moment. I, I love Granite Xhaka when he's playing like this. When we have the ball, he's a luxury player. When we don't have the ball, that's when you don't really want a Granite Xhaka in there. A, a typical Granite Xhaka. But lately, off the ball, he's done something to his game. I don't know what it is. If he's playing a bit, a bit more smart, he seems to be dropping back. He's less aggressive, and the amount of interceptions he's making—it is remarkable. He has improved that side of his game a lot recently, uh, and I think that's that's what he needed. It's more about positional awareness than lunging in and, and getting yellow and red cards. You know, he's he's stepping off a little bit more. And um, without him, we wouldn't be anywhere near as good as we have been recently. His, his, again, positional awareness and, and just the the, the the play where he puts it forwards instead of just sideways and backwards, it really gets the team going. And he's the link, isn't he? He's the link between the defence and the attack. And he's always getting the ball deep, moving it forward. Um, love to see that. That's that. If I was a professional football player, that is what I would want to do. I, w- I would want to be a deep line playmaker, someone that just shields the defense and just pings out passes. That That's my kind of thing. If only I could be a professional footballer, right? Um, Saka, I-, I love the guy on the right. He's so versatile. He works hard. He gets back and makes tackles and then he bursts forward. He's so young and energetic. He's got so much athleticism. He's so, so good for his age. We are so lucky to have him. He's worth over 100 million for sure. Good luck signing him. If anyone wants him, 100 million please, no less. Yes, technically he might not be actually worth that. But when you value a player, it's just what a team is willing to pay. That's it. That is a player's value. Whatever a team is willing to pay, that's the value. You can't just simply write on paper, this guy is worth 52.6 million. It doesn't really work like that. I'm pretty sure, let's say Bayern wanted him or Barcelona wanted him. He's worth 100 million, maybe more. Honestly, he's playing better than Jadon Sancho right now. Who's worth what? 120 people are saying. Greenwood. I mean, he's he's playing better than Greenwood right now. I think him and Foden are, are very close in terms of performances. And these are all English players. It's so exciting. Um, I'm going to leave Aubameyang till last because I've got to talk about him. But Emil Smith Rowe, we need to get a hashtag going. Give Emil Sm- Emil Smith Rowe the number 10 shirt. That is the longest hashtag ever. Emile Smith-Rowe or no, hashtag ESR for 10. There you go. (laughs) We need Meza Ozil's number 10 shirt gifted to Smith-Rowe for next season. Of course, we can't do it now. Uh, Meza Ozil's gone to Fenerbahce. I might actually do a separate video talking about that. I don't know. I haven't done a video like like that for a while, but we cannot give a current player the number 10 shirt until the beginning of next season because of course they've already registered as a player with a different number already. Um, However, if we sign someone, let's say we brought in Brandt or Alwa or Buendia, whoever, they could take the number 10 shirt. But please, Arsenal, please. If Smithrow keeps up this form, he's undroppable. He might as well be given the number 10 shirt and play him. Give him the number 10 role. It's his. Unbelievable performance again, especially that, that second half. He killed it. I love him so much. Him and Saka. Oh my God. And then Lacazette up top. Hold up play was perfect. Second half, as I said, with most of these players, just so much better. Lots of movement. Could have had a few goals himself. But let's talk about Aubameyang. That's the main point of this video, and we're already nine minutes in almost. Um, At halftime, I was being very critical of him in the stream, and so were pretty much everyone in the chat. Aubameyang, in that first half, was playing like he has been for the last few months. Just no movement, really poor finishing. There were some shots he was taking. They were just going miles wide. And you're just thinking, "What, what's, what's going on with him? We were all saying, he's got to be dropped. Take him off at half-time. Bring on Martinelli. But then, out of nowhere, he scores an absolute beauty. Partey lifts the ball over. I think it was outside of his foot. It was beautiful. And then Aubameyang, somehow from that angle, just kind of lifts it into the net with his left foot. And it was prime Aubameyang. And for a moment, it was like, wait, hang on, I take it back. I take back everything I've said this season. This guy is still there. He's there. Aubameyang is in that body somewhere. And he came out to play in this second half. And then he got another goal later on. Two goals for Aubameyang. Is this finally the start of the recovery of his form? Is this it? Are we going to have Aubameyang back for good now? I really hope so, because when he plays well, we will win more games more easily. It's as simple as that. He is our best player in this squad. Um, Unbelievable performance in that second half. That that was prime Aubameyang. So much better. But again, calm down Arsenal fans because it's Newcastle. Yes, we're going to go on to win the league from this, but it's only Newcastle. Okay. Aubameyang scored two against Newcastle. It means he's back. That's how it works. Um, Let's have a look at the stats really quick. I've got this new layout. I hope you guys like it. And I can actually go through the stats with you on screen. So in the end, we had six shots on target. It it was one at the break, I believe. So we definitely improved on that part of the game. 11 shots off target. Only three attempts from Newcastle in the entire game. Not great. Possession-wise, we had two-thirds of the possession. Loads of corners. We had a bunch of offsides. Uh, Looks like we could have maybe fouled a little bit less. Um, I do think that's one of the problems we've got in the team. We are still making too many silly challenges. Uh, 27 crosses. That sounds like a lot, but actually for us, that's quite that's quite a low amount, and I'm happy about that. I want to see less crossing. Uh, five counterattacks. Only one save for Leno. In general, those stats are pretty healthy, so I'm happy to see that. So a 3-0 win. That's now five games unbeaten um three wins in the prem no yeah three wins in the prem and one draw and then a win in the league cup was it or the fa cup so it's looking better at the moment you know one draw four wins in our last five after such a terrible few weeks months even um arsenal are definitely on the mend we're coming back and hopefully the second half of the season because this is the halfway point um we can kick on from here statistically we're going to end up with about 50 52 points if we go again with the same type of half of season if we if we get the same kind of results that's not enough we need to turn that into 60 65 points meaning the second half of this season we need to win at least three or four more games than we did in the in the first half and do you know what i think we'll do it if we play like we did today if we play like we did against west brom if we play like we did against chelsea Top six might still be on. I'm not going to say we're going to get top six, but it could happen, of course. Uh, I think realistically, though, seventh or eighth, is probably where we're going to be. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you for watching the stream as well. And I'll see you tomorrow for a new career mode video.